0: I think maybe it's how you look at yourself in the mirror is
1: the most important thing. You are now tuned in to Missy Muse Unplugged, a podcast for go-getters on their journey to greatness. Unlock the secrets to your success through insights, inspiration, and education. Get ready to level up with your host, author and consultant, Christy Lindor
2: Hey my go-getters. Welcome to the Missy Muse Unplugged podcast show. I'm your host Christy Lindor and we are in our next to last episode for season two. So this is episode 12. Uh, We are wrapping up season two, Science of Success. And in today's episode, I'm really thrilled we get a chance to connect with Amanda Hennessy. A little bit about Amanda. She is a former actress turned public speaking coach. She is a trainer and the founder of Boston Public Speaking as well as San Diego public speaking. She is actually on a mission to empower people and transform the way that they approach and experience public speaking. And I personally, Uh, go-getters have worked with Amanda for my own public speaking coaching needs so I know firsthand that she is the real deal so check her out if you're in the Boston Massachusetts area or San Diego California and in today's episode uh, we get a chance to connect with Amanda about her journey to greatness she recently published her first book it's called your guide to public speaking build your confidence find your voice inspire your audience and and we get a chance to hear her talk about that. And uh, she helps us, you know, with when we're talking about science of success, she helps us provide perspectives as to whether your looks can impact success, which is a really interesting conversation. So with that, I'm super thrilled. In our last uh, episode coming up, we are going to do a little bit of a, of a reflection on this entire season. I'm going to share a little bit about my journey into motherhood and Can't wait to have that conversation with you all. So with that, let's get started.
1: You're listening to the Meesey Muse Unplugged Podcast. We'll be right back after
2: the break. Several years ago, I was passed over for a promotion at my job. Instead of wallowing in my circumstances, that evening I decided to redirect my energy using a forgiveness technique I had casually created over the years. What happened over the next 15 months was an absolute life-changing breakthrough. So I decided to put it to the test. I shared the technique with a couple of friends, and they too began to see major shifts at work. That's when I decided to formalize my forgiveness model into a book. Hi, I'm Christy Lindor. I've discovered that forgiveness used as an applied strategic skill in the workplace can shift your career to the next level. You can explore this concept in my new book, Release. Use the power of forgiveness to get unstuck and thrive in your career. Order it now on Amazon or learn more at www.releasethebook.com. Well, thank you so much for joining us on the Missy News Unplugged. How are you doing, Amanda? I'm doing really well, Christy. Thank you so much for having me. Yes, I've wanted to chat with you on my podcast for some time now, and I'm so excited to speak to you at this stage of your journey. I want to talk a little bit about kind of Boston Public Speaking and talk about your exciting new book. But before we do that, maybe if you want to just kind of introduce yourself to the listeners, that'd be great.
0: Sure. My name is Amanda Hennessy. I'm a public speaking coach, I'm also a writer and actor, and I also teach and coach actors and i started off performing in plays and commercials and films and was also teaching actors and actually had somebody approach me from my community saying hey can you help me with my presentation for this bank and i said sure i'm somebody who loves to try new things and What I found was that I loved helping her make her presentation much more interesting, fun, and compelling. And also, I was working through some of my own stage fright issues and learning a lot, and it was so great to be able to help her through hers. And I loved making an impact in a completely different arena. So that's where it began. I started offering public speaking coaching and have learned so much from so many people. And now I also do workshops, and now I've written a book about it.
2: Super, super exciting. So before we we go more into Boston Public Speaking and now San Diego Public Speaking, before we go into that, I've never heard the story of how you became an actress, Amanda. So I, I actually would love to learn about that part of your journey.
0: Certainly. I acted a bit in elementary school, a little bit in high school, but then it wasn't until my senior year in college that I was suddenly very drawn to the stage. And during college, I had taken tons of art classes, but finally I was drawn to being on stage and being seen and heard in that way. So I did an internship at the public theater, which no longer exists here in Boston. It was an amphitheater. And Then went on to live on Martha's Vineyard for a few years and did a ton of theater. There was a wonderfully artistic community there and did a lot there and learned so much by doing. And I just love making people laugh. I love making them think. I love trying to figure out how people could bring words to life from the the page to the stage. That was really compelling to me. And I went to grad school for acting and, and continued after there.
2: That's awesome. So what would you say, given your your journey and your pivot from acting and then going into starting a public speaking company, what would you say was like your biggest lesson learned? That
0: performance is performance is performance. And I think that all the skills that actors learn in terms of concentration, managing their nervous energy, having something at stake really being connected to what they are saying and having objectives, all of this is applicable to public speaking, using their voice in compelling ways, rehearsing. I want everybody to know that really great performances on stage, whether they be in a play or a film or for the corporate boardroom, rehearsal is a huge, huge part of this. So there's just tremendous overlap between these worlds.
2: Yeah. And... I know that there's a lot of talks and benefits about public speaking in general, but have you ever met someone or, you know, in your teachings or in your classes that you think that they're probably better off not public speaking? (laughs) Have you ever come across that? (laughs) Do you feel like everyone can be a public speaker? I'm just curious from your
0: perspective. I think everybody can do something. There are definitely some people who have a lot of, natural aptitude for it, just as some people are really good at basketball, etc. And there are some people who are really terrified and they are needing to do a bridesmaid speech. And that's really all they want to do. And I can help them do that really well. My hope is always that whatever they learn to do for that specific task, they can then apply to other things and grow. I don't want people to be having a heart attack and pushing themselves too hard. But I do think that people can definitely grow in this field. And I've never said to anyone, you know, why don't you just go? I can't really help you. That's never <laughs> really been an experience I've had.
2: Yeah. And I don't know when this pivot happened and, and maybe I missed it, but you also, not only you have Boston public speaking, but you also now have San Diego public speaking. So maybe share with the listeners who may be interested in working with you either in Boston or San Diego, how did you decide to make that leap into your into the business in terms of the expansion?
0: Boston is very, very cold.
2: And it
0: over time has just gotten so cold for me during the winters that I started going out west and really fell in love with the West Coast and saw that there is definitely a need out there as well for public speaking coaching and workshops. And San Diego has a really thriving community of people in tech doing startups in hospitals, academia, creative people, people starting amazing businesses it's actually a lot like Boston. And so it seemed like a really great fit for so many different reasons. And that's why I decided to launch it there as well.
2: And, you know, kind of being bi-coastal and juggling the two businesses, what would you say is the biggest difference between working in Boston versus working with clients in Boston versus working with clients in, in San Diego?
0: Well, San Diego is a lot newer and so building a business from scratch when you've had no other presence there before is a really interesting new challenge for me when I started Boston Public Speaking my husband and I were already had a business called Boston Acting Classes and so it was easier to start advertising within a business that was already thriving so I would say the way the business is growing is different and i'm needing to be more creative with the way i market myself in san diego also i'm not there quite as often but with the fact that we can be on zoom or skype makes the whole world accessible to you so
1: i'm excited to see how they'll both continue to grow you're listening to the mesey muse unplugged podcast we'll be right back after the break
2: now available on amazon Management consultant and author Christy Lindor shares career secrets based on 15 years of experience working at top firms in a new book called The Misi Muse. A hundred plus selected practices, unwritten rules and habits of great consultants. The Misi Muse provides insights, stories and strategies on the unwritten rules of the consulting profession. Christy conducted research and connected with 50 plus industry titans across 27 professional service organisations on what makes a great consultant. For book reviews, tour dates, and more info, go to www.missimews.us. Given that you've made that leap, I know a lot of people, they're on their own journey and they're thinking about expanding or taking a different change. And I I think that it it takes a level of courage, you know, to say, you know what, I'm going to set up shop. I've never done business in this space before, but I'm going to go ahead and do it in this new area. What advice would you give to any go-getters out there that may be thinking about expanding their own business and, you know, taking that leap?
0: I found it really helpful to go to a conference in the area. I chose to go to Women's Week in San Diego, I think it was four years ago, to check out the area and to also speak to people and see if what I had to offer was appealing. That's how I really landed on that particular part of the West Coast. And I went to this conference and spoke to as many people as I could. And when I talked about what I was considering, There was so much positive response that I thought, okay, there's traction here. There are other places I had visited as I was looking for a West Coast second home in a way, a second business home, and I hadn't quite felt as positive a response. I think people thought what I was doing was interesting, but they weren't necessarily like, oh my gosh, there's such a need for that here because perhaps the place was too much of a tourist place and that was the main industry, whereas... San Diego really, as I've mentioned, has so many industries that would need what I have to offer. So I highly recommend going. I think conferences are a great way to meet a lot of people. If it's a conference that's going to draw a lot of local folks there, there's probably message boards. And there may even be people that you could find through LinkedIn or Instagram who are located there and perhaps start a conversation there. So you're basing this partly on tuition and gut feeling, but then a lot on is there a need for what you offer? So dig oh, deeper.
2: Right. No, I think that's a great idea. And it's, it's tried and true. You know, it, it sounds like, in other words, you really kind of tested the market and really went out there, tried different things and seen like what area was best fit and had demand for your, your services, which is awesome.
0: And also, I know that I had to remember, it takes a while to start things. And so going really with a mind to serve and plant seeds and build relationships, knowing I might not see things right away was helpful in terms of managing my expectations. So I think it's really good to give yourself time and it really does take time to build traction.
2: Yeah. So let's talk about your book. I feel like you told me the story of how you started to write the book or how you got involved with the, with the writing, but maybe you can you can tell the listeners in terms of how the book kind of manifested.
0: Certainly. Well, you are definitely a part of this story because I so admire how you wrote your first and your second book and I know you'll probably remember me picking your brain on how to think about it, best way to approach it, because I have been wanting to write a book about public speaking for some time. I found myself saying very similar things over and over again, and I thought, I really like writing, and I would love to reach a wider audience with my ideas and thoughts and help people, because so many people are scared and uncomfortable about this really important skill. And so I started sketching some ideas out with Chat with you a little bit and other people I knew who had written books. But I knew at some point I just had to really commit to the process. And I believe it was you who said, try to write every day or at least four or five days a week, just do it. And it was around a year ago that I did just that. I deeply committed in my heart, my soul, my mind that I would write this book and I would write four to five times a day. I would wake up and write and then go to a yoga class. And I did this for two days and I felt so good about myself. And what was so beautiful was when I left the yoga class on the Tuesday. So my sec, I've written for two days now. I had an email actually from Simon and Schuster asking me if I wanted to write a book about public speaking. And I started to laugh because this was amazing. Yeah, it was really amazing. And I was like, yes, I would, because I am. And it was really amazing because I knew at that point I had the bandwidth to do it. I was mentally, emotionally ready. I'd already outlined things. And so this began a conversation back and forth with this wonderful acquisitions editor at Adams Media, which is a subsidiary of Simon & Schuster. And this led to me submitting three sections of the book, a table of contents and an intro within three weeks. And going into this one, after our first conversation, I knew that they would want the book done by October in terms of a first draft. So I knew this was off to the races. And what I did psychologically hold for myself was I would love for them to publish this book, but I'm going to write this book anyway. And so just this accelerated timeline of getting sections written and a table of contents is going to help me whether they bring me on or not. And that was a helpful attitude to have. And so they did like my writing and the book exists and it's called Your Guide to Public Speaking, Build Your Confidence, Find Your Voice and Inspire Your Audience And I had a really great experience with the publisher, and I feel really
2: proud of my book. I think that's amazing that it was almost like a chemical reaction in the universe (laughs) that kind of came together. It feels
0: that way. The timing was just eerie. I had been really, if we think about visualization, I had been picturing this book for a good long time. I knew the look and feel I wanted it to have. And I'm really happy to say it has that look and feel. And it feels great that my view for the book and what the editors were happy with that all aligned. So I feel very pleased. And this was a lot of work, but there was also something where it pretty much flowed in in so many ways because I'd given it so much thought on the upfront (laughs)
2: Yeah, I love that. And Go-Getters will also put links um, to Amanda's public speaking business as well as her latest new book. Very excited. I got a chance to, to read it and get a sneak preview and loved it. And if you know Amanda, I think right now she's very calm. <laughs> <laughs> I love kind of hanging out with you and working with you, Amanda, on, on my public speaking journey. And so I feel like your voice really showed up in the book and your personality, which I was actually really encouraged because I've heard a lot about working with commercial publishers. You know, I've self-published both of my books, but I think in watching kind of how you were able to retain your vision actually gave me a little bit of hope that maybe, you know, maybe one of my future books, I'll work with a, a commercial publisher as well.
0: I'm so glad. Yes, I was determined to write the book I wanted to write. This book was definitely served very much by their editors' helping me tell somewhat shorter stories sometimes or helping it to be more clear. But the proposal I sent to them with the three sections, I made sure that the quirkiness I have, my sense of humor was all over it because that was me. I didn't want to turn it into something that I would not be excited to write because then I didn't think it would be very exciting to read. And if I'm going to write a book about how to be a compelling public speaker, I think the book needs to be interesting.
2: (laughs) (laughs) No doubt. No doubt. So what would you say is next for your journey? I mean, I feel like you've been at least over the last several years that I've known you and worked with you. I've definitely seen you continue to kind of level up. What's next?
0: Well, given that you are my role model, Christy, a podcast (laughs) is next. (laughs)
2: So, That's right. right.
0: Yes. Yeah, so I'm really excited about that. That will be new territory, which I love. I've found that the, such a core part of who I am is trying new things and pushing myself to do things that I've never done before. And so, yes, it's going to be called Big Open Direct, and it's going to be all about confidence. And yes, public speaking could be an element of that, but I want to go even. More broadly speaking, about confidence, how we get it, how we build it, and how we get it back when we've suffered a setback or a trauma. So, I'm going to be interviewing people. Would love for you to be on it. Yes, so that will be coming out in the next few months. Working on that now, so that's an exciting new thing. And I think also I'll be working on some online courses for folks. And yeah, so those those are some
2: of the twinkles in
0: my eye
2: at the moment. Okay, that's awesome. I can't wait to hear about your journey into podcasting. You're a natural. I think you're going to do fabulous. I can't wait to hear your podcast and be part of it.
1: You're listening to the Misey Muse Unplugged Podcast. We'll be right back after the break.
2: What if you can finally launch your own consulting business that gives you the confidence to go after any targeted client and build a profitable business, regardless of your educational background or knowledge? What if you can finally learn how to package your expertise you spent years building into a profitable offering and then wake up every day making a difference with clients that truly value what you can bring to the table as a credible business consultant? consultant? Here's the secret. You can. Introducing the Purpose Driven Consultant School. It's an online training and mentoring program designed to help ambitious women and diverse professionals become world-class consultants doing work they love with people they like. Courses are taught by me, Christy Lindor. I come with over 18 plus years of experience working for some of the world's most prestigious management consulting firms. Check us out. We're now enrolling. We have a couple courses coming up on really how to start your business. We kick off our program with a six-week boot camp called Consulting Like a Boss. You can learn more at www.PurposeDrivenConsultant.com i love for you to come back and talk about kind of that next level of the journey. I actually been working on my online course. I have a course that I debuted in this winter, this past winter. Love to talk to you about online courses as well. Probably for another, another episode is to talk about online courses.
0: Yeah. See, I feel that we're both running and you're like, I don't know, around the track, a few more circles than I am. And then we cross paths and I'm like, how is it over there? And then you're like, it's good. Just remember to do this. I'm like, all right,
2: I'll see you when we cross paths again. Because you're laughing me. No, well, I've got the scars. That's for damn sure. <laughs> uh, they're lovely
0: and so helpful. So, thank yeah. you for sharing them. <laughs> I guess that's all of our all of our responsibility, right? We fall over, like, oh, that was awful, and then we're like, everyone, I have wisdom from this awful experience, right. but it does redeem it. I do think it redeems it.
2: I don't know. For me, even if I do have like if it's hardships or challenges or anything like that, I feel like I enjoy. Just the process of the build, you know, for me, that's just as important as the outcome. It's just knowing that I was able to take and create something out of nothing, you know, which is what happens when, you know, when you build like a Boston Public Speaking or you write a book, you create something out of nothing. It's just, you know, just something that you've created. And I get a lot of satisfaction from just that journey itself.
0: I a thousand percent agree, and I find then, then when I'm done, it's like, oh, yay! I did it. What am I doing now? Like, I just I need right. that new project to just keep going because I think that building up of things. I mean, I do like breaks, I do like vacations, etc. But I do love the excitement. Yes, yeah, so of bringing something new into the world, it feels really great. And I also find that when I'm meeting with clients, it's so interesting to me when what they're working on in some way is reflecting back some of the stuff I'm working on. So I do feel like we're all in this together.
2: Right. I agree. So I mentioned to you before, this season is the science of success. So I have my question about success for you. I'd love to get your opinion. I am ready. Um, Do you think looks can impact your success.
0: That is so interesting. I would say that taking care of yourself and feeling good about how you look does really matter. And finding a style that you feel expresses you and finding whatever length of your hair or eye makeup or whatever. I think all those things help you express yourself more fully and help you want to be seen and heard. And beauty has so many different definitions that I think you define it for yourself and really fall in love with all of your features. I think that is really attractive and magnetic. And so I think maybe it's how you look at yourself in the mirror is the most important thing. So anything we can do to really help ourselves with self-acceptance is only going to serve everybody because I think the more we love ourselves, the more we can love others and great things come out of that. So that's what I have to say. That's my long-winded response.
2: Yeah, I think you're you're absolutely spot on, Amanda. It really kind of comes back to self. So it's like, you know, I was reading an article on Career Girl Daily and listeners, I'm going to post this article out on the show notes, but... It really talked about like the way you feel can hold you back, right? And so if you don't feel successful, whatever that definition is for you and whatever that is for you, then it's being able to align that to who you are and and what makes you you and being authentic to that really helps kind of create that energy that helps someone become successful in a way.
0: Definitely. Definitely. I think it's really important to figure out how you define it because If you go, say you go back to your hometown or you go back to a reunion and people have different value systems than you do and you base it on their value systems rather than the one that you haven't quite figured out, I think it can be very confusing and unhelpful. And so I think getting very, very clear on how you define success, I think it's critical to self-confidence and we have self-confidence, it's just, it's really attractive.
2: Right, no. Confidence good it's good, is- it's good. It makes you good looking. Yeah, absolutely. Absolutely. Did you ever feel like there was ever a time in your career or in your business where you felt like your look in terms of what you defined a successful look to be didn't match your reality? Did you ever face that? I
0: did pursue acting for a long time. So I think looks can be a consuming thought for that, which is really annoying. Because you're on camera and you're seeing seemingly perfect looking people, you know, on the big screen, because there are some people who are really symmetrical. (laughs) And so I think I've been hard on myself at times around those kinds of issues. But now I'm at a certain age where I'm all right, I'm good. And I just think there's a lot of other things to worry about and fight for. And I certainly want to take care of myself and be healthy and, be happy, but I'm not consumed in a way I, that I was when I was younger. And that is a huge relief.
2: I hear that. I hear that. Well, thank you so much for being on the show today, Amanda. If people are looking to connect with you, what's some ways they can find you online? I can be found at bostonpublicspeaking.com
0: or san dot com. Those are great places to find me.
2: Well, thanks again for being on the Missy Unplugged. Thank you so much, Christy. I
0: admire you greatly.
2: That concludes today's show. I want to thank my guests for being with us today. And thank you, my go-getters, for tuning in. There are hundreds and thousands of podcasts out there, and I'm so glad that you've chosen the Missy Muse Unplug to connect with. So make sure you check out today's show notes. You can go to www.meeseymuse.com for more information. Please feel free to subscribe to this podcast, share it with your friends, and rate it. Until next time, here's to your journey to greatness.
1: Tune in for new episodes every Monday to kick off your week of greatness. Visit us online at mcmuse.com for more information. Don't forget to follow Misey Muse on all socials to stay tuned in for upcoming episodes and news from Christy Lindor.